Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hang in there, folkers. Oh, I have to start. You folkers. You bunch of folkers. You mother folkers. This is the Boop Show, episode 167 for Monday, March 12th. 2018. Yep. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Boop Show. Like I said, it's Monday, and I'm here, Scott Johnson with Brian Dunaway. Hello, Brian Dunaway. And I'm here too, and it's still Monday. <sighs> It is, man. We missed the show last week. That was my fault. It was nothing to do with Brian. He was uh, he was fine. He was on time, Johnny on the spot. I had a bunch of crap go down last Monday. Mondays are busier than they're supposed to be. And I understand everyone's like, Scott, yeah. that's how it always is. No matter what the job is, Mondays are supposed to be. But I had made my Monday relatively uh, unburdened because I want to be able to do uh, my morning show and then this show without a lot of pressure on all the sides of it. I just want to be able to flow through it. And yet still... Monday was just a big poo show. Just a big poop show Even all day. Blow. Yeah. So I texted him. So it like wasn't last the minute. boop show. You're a place to be with the P. Poop show. End it. Poop show. Yeah, poop show. Welcome to the poop show, everybody. It's uh, time for us to get poop. caught up. It's been a little bit here, and uh, we may as well uh, do that. So uh, did I talk about... Well, I guess I can click on the tab and look in our notes. Did I talk about... Yeah, yeah, no, I, I didn't. Farm together. I don't think we talked about farm together, did we? I don't think we did, unless it was weeks ago. I don't think but so. I don't, I've only had it less than that, so uh, I think it was last week. And then since we didn't talk, I didn't tell everybody about my new dumb, dumb obsession in video games. Uh, that obsession oh. being, I really like this video game called Farm Together. Um. I don't know how to explain it, except it sounds like a community driven farm game. <laughs> kind of. Not really, though. See, that's the funny thing about it is it's not so much that. I mean, you can go to other people's farms. If they're online, you can go help them farm their shit. But I don't know why you would. I mean, you can't because right. you'd be with friends. That That's fun. It's a fun social experience. But I'm not like a fan of farming games. It's not really my jam. I don't care that much about the the concept of them, nor do I, you know, I never played a lot of Farmville or any of those games. Nah. Uh, but the casual nature of just kind of, hey, I'm running around the farm and stuff. Look, look at me. I got a thing to farm. And I'm going to farm it. And here's some chickens and cows. And there's a whole lot of apple trees here. I should probably farm those and spend uh, spend all my time doing that so I can sell jelly and get some ribbons for right. my rad jelly do you uh, think farm sims like that those simple farm games appeal to some kind of nature that is within man to <laughs> to farm and grow things is it um, is that what it is a nature within man that's an interesting question um right 
I don't I don't know about that. And I'm talking about the universal mankind, not like dudes like the farm or something. I'm just saying inside us. Or is it just because uh, we like to start a procedure, walk away and come back and collect it? Uh, okay, no, that? I think that's a fair thing to say. I think there's a mechanical thing that's happening in this game and other games. Uh, they don't have to be farming games. But this idea of putting something someplace, mm-hmm. some time passing... Maybe you have to water it or do whatever cultivate thing you do. Put some horse right. poo on it or something, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. What's that called? Uh, fertilize, right? It's called, it's called horse poo. You had it right the first time. <laughs> it's called crop fertilization. There's something about doing that and then coming back later and boom, there it is. Pull it out. Uh, you can save some, uh, it sell it for some money or you can uh, keep it for whatever. Like, there's something very satisfying about that particular loop. And this game is all about that loop. And there's a lot of really variable things to do. You've got pigs and cows and chickens and ducks and fish of lots of different kinds of fish, tons of different kinds of trees. Some trees only grow in certain times of the year. And, they, and it's, there's a kind of a year and day and night cycle happening all the time. Uh, so when you get into the fall, you want to plant the stuff that best is planted in fall. Uh, I got to ask you, winter, though, before you go yeah, any further. Yeah. Do they do they use the whole stupid daylight saving times mechanic in this game? No, because in real life it sucks. Yeah, I agree. No, that's that's some horseshit that that thing exists in real life. In this in this wonderful fantasy world of Farm Together, though, no no <laughs> reference to uh, the stupidity that Man, is. You daylight wake savings. up. You wake up late. You miss your farming possibilities, and <laughs> oh, it's, it's all hell breaks loose. Right. So the re- I should give a little background. The reason this is even on my radar at all, because it's, again, not normally a genre I give two poops about. There's some really high-end farming simulation games, like Farm Simulator 2018 and 2017, years right. before it, that a lot of people swear by. But I'm not interested in, like, oh, no, my tractor's a little low on oil, and I need to call the guy about pesticides. I don't care about that kind of level of simulation. What I'm looking for is something a little bit more... Get in, get out. I don't want to think too hard. Okay. I made a right. big grid of, of yellow peppers. I want to put them in. I want to water them. I want to come back three hours later and cultivate that shit and sell it at my stand. And so I do. And it's funny you made that sound because you make that exact sound when you sell things in the game. Yeah. Is it, is it so maybe it's, it's, but is the satisfaction when you actually harvest it or is it satisfaction when you sell it and get the coins? Uh, a little Where, of both. A little of both. I think, the, I think it just comes from making a thing, selling a thing, making right. more things. And then you've got quests to achieve. And when you achieve those, you get special bonuses. Uh, for example, during the first part of the game, it's just you running around this big, beautiful 3D farm. And there's not much there. You've kind of only put in what you can. And there's some starter stuff there. Not that big a deal. Uh, while you're you're doing that, uh, the, you, you, you're earning, you know, already you're starting to earn, but every time you do to make a new little plot of land, you have to manually dig it, manually put a seed in it and then manually water it. And then later manually come over and yoink it out of the ground. Okay. I'd like to hear you describe, uh, marital relations. <laughs> manually. Of course you would. So all of this I just said is is accurate so far. But then eventually, and I say eventually, it's not that long, but you get a tractor. You get your first tractor. And right. the tractor is awesome because, uh, well, it has some weaknesses too. I'll get to that in a second. But this is a little cute little tractor you ride around with your dude. And by the way, graphically, super polished this game. It looks really, really nice. If I could it's compare it to like anything. A, oh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going no, to say it's kind of got a shiny little, everything looks like it's kind of shiny. Yeah, it's got a nice, everything's got a nice little, you know, nice shaders to it and everything. It's a, it's a, 
It's a nicely made. I don't know what engine this uses. It might be Unity. It could be Unreal. I don't. I don't know. But it looks I, like everything doesn't. It doesn't look like a bunch of polygons. It looks like nice, well thought out, three D, well shaded, nice stuff. But it's also done in this stylistic kind of cartoony style, which is how I kind of prefer these things. And uh, the closest I could do, uh, closest comparison I could make would be, uh, you know, everyone's playing Fortnite Battle Royale, that deal there. Right. It's right. like that graphically. So what you see in that game, that's what you're getting here. That's roughly interesting. It. So it's it's kind of like using the Fortnite engine, kind of. No, thing, I don't think similar, it is similar back end. Well, I mean, this, right. Fortnite's using Unreal, so I, you know, right. I, I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. They're not tied together in any way. But if you're, I'm just saying, just from a style, this is so you don't to you that. don't drop in with like a hundred people or anything, and because <laughs> no. that's the farm together part, right? Okay, so the way that works. Is you build your farm, you keep it going, it gets bigger and bigger. Uh, when you sell your your fruit and your vegetables and your stuff at your stand, whatever it is you're making, I have a bread maker now, and that's pretty cool. Um, because <laughs> I'm growing wheat, then I harvest the wheat, I process the wheat, make the bread. Sell I haven't the bread. heard anybody be excited about a bread maker since like 2005. I know, it's so su- super dumb. I'm glad. Super dumb. Uh, I've been doing all that stuff solo and got my farm to a pretty decent clip. I've got, I don't know how much in reserves cash wise, probably couple hundred thousand in gold, whatever that right. is. Um, doing okay, you know, producing good stuff, getting bananas in the right season, getting some sweet oranges going right now, some other cool stuff. <laughs> I just got watermelons. Oh, no, I had those for a while. Those t- take two days to grow. Oh, have you ever grown watermelons no, in yeah, real t- life? T- yeah, yeah, they, they take, take forever. forever. Yeah, they take forever. And they yeah. so rightly so. And everything in the game, including the animals, they produce their product at the – not the same rate as their real life counterparts, but the things that take long in real life, they take long in the game. Wait, so, you just said that the animals produce their product. So is their flesh <laughs> the product or is there something <laughs> else that you're collecting? Okay. I'm, I'm very excited to tell you this because okay. now with the chickens, the ducks and the, and the geese and stuff, you get what you expect to get, which is eggs, right? Right. Oh, okay. So, okay. so they'll poop out. Well, you, you don't witness them pooping out eggs, but when it's ready to harvest, there'll be a little nest there and a bunch of eggs sort of around their little patch. It's all done in this grid, you know. So you build out a grid, and you go and you just yank these up, and they're they're now in your inventory. Um, hmm. Now, that and you have to put grain down a few times, you know, before we get any production out of it because they have to eat grain to produce eggs. So if the longer you let them go without fresh grain, the slower they are at producing the eggs. The more grain you give them, the faster they are. They're not like speed-up gems or some free-to-play bullshit. This is not one of those games. There's no free-to-play stuff. There's no... Oh, that's good. It's good. a $15 game on Steam. You play it. It's on Mac and PC, and you just... Uh, that's it. You just play it, and there's no like, oh, I need to buy these to speed something up. Everything in the game mechanically is in the game. Um, that's one other reason it's, it's a huge sell for me. I love a, a premium experience like this. is so preferable to me. Even though it's still in early access, it's super polished. They're adding stuff to it all the time. It feels like a pretty complete product, and they're not even... I mean, according to their roadmap, they have lots to add, and so I've been really enjoying their updates. Anyway, uh, what was my point with that? My point was... Uh, I've started, like, three thoughts. You are harvesting eggs. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, they give you eggs. The cows... I'm like, what am I going to get out of these cows here? Uh, Moo? The cows give me milk, but here's how they do it. When they have finished producing the milk, I assume some point I'll be able to get beef out of there too. I don't know. But right. they make the milk. This is how I know they're ready to, to milk. I don't go up there, pull up a stool, put a bucket under their udders and pull. That doesn't work that way. 
I go She's over to their endorsed. pen. I go to their pen and 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 scattered around the area where I've built their area are bottles of milk, like a I don't know, oh. a sixteen ounce like bottle a, of milk, like, like a get, milkman would deliver. Yes, or like a, a little smaller, the kind you might get at a gas station or something. But you know, okay. like a small thing of milk, just ba- half buried in the dirt all around the their area. So when you go in there and you pull up, all these bottles go plunk, and you've now got a bunch of milk in your inventory. So it's a little bit weird. Same thing happens with the eggs. Now it's the pigs I can't figure out because the pigs. <laughs> they I'm just not, drop bacon. I'm not. Well, kind of. So when I go and Uh-oh. yank on their stuff, big pieces of ham fly out of the ground. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. And uh, so, th- so that's how I harvest the pigs. And then um, I have a huge forest of, of apple trees, lemon trees, all the different kind of trees you can make, coconut trees. Uh, and they only, of course, you'd think like bananas and coconuts only happen during the summer. Mm. Everything, apples happen pretty much year round. Yeah. Anyway, my coconut farm is, is huge around <laughs> you. Coconut farm. You don't. I know. Whatever. It's not the same. I, I agree. It's not like you have a farm, but that's what they're letting you do. You're just building the farm. Yeah. Apparently later in the game, you hit a certain level and you can make a money tree. And it's literally a tree that as it grows, produces fruit on it that's just gold bars. And when you harvest it, it just cling, 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 gives you tons of gold. There's no fruit. Mm. It's just a money nice. tree. So there's stuff like that that's a little bit goofy and out there. But for the most part, it's pretty straightforward. Now, the other thought I didn't finish was the tractor Instead of having to do one plot of land at a time, you can now do a grid of six and just you, you drive into the middle one. It shows you a little outline where right. you're at and you hit the thing and you so you till the ground. You hit it again, decide what you're going to plant. You choose from a big list. All right, I'm going to put do strawberries, put them down, do it again. And each time your your uh, your tractor goes. And when it does, it spends fuel. So then the last thing you do is water it. Again, it jumps up, it gives you water, and it does it in a grid of six. And, and it move on literally to the next grid. jumps up. I'm looking at the screenshots, and it looks like the tractor literally jumped over top of the grids. Kind of, yeah. Like, like it does a little little bunny hop. I and, do uh, like that I do like that they used modern tractors. Like oh, yeah, they're super modern. modern tractors. Yeah, they look like yeah. the kind you'd go buy at a, you know, get a John Deere at a Home Depot or something. And you can yeah, deck you those should, things out what? as you as you go as you uh, go. Home Depot. Well, Home Depot has small tractors. You can get stuff there. Not Home Depot. Yeah, Home Depot. They have them. I can see that. Uh, but if you if you keep playing, you level up, and as you level up, you get new customizations for both your character and your tractor. So you can go out to the main menu and change your hair, add a beard, put on a weird backpack. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna ask you about that. that. Uh, can you only choose hipsters? No, uh, is your character? No, because well, they, they don't all look like. So they only have a uh, what they describe as a tiny bit of those customizations and the skins in the game right now. So they have right. a ton planned right now. It's very limited. Although I've enjoyed everything they've had in there, but you're right. It's it's it leans a little bit hipster. It's like a bunch of Portland farmers. Honestly. What what do you what do you mean? Just because one of the screenshots has a guy wearing some uh, some red and blue 3D glasses? I mean, no, that's. <laughs> Well, that one's Total. pretty weird, and there's other weird helmets and all kinds of dumb stuff. But I Got personally their Beats headphones in one. There's one that's basically a cowboy outfit. I wear that. I like that one. Right. So I'm a cowboy out there fishing and pulling you, pig. You like to, you like to pretend like you're a cowboy. Yeah, yeah. I like to Is pull. That... I'm pulling pork out of the ground. I'm a badass. <laughs> pork out of the ground. <laughs> this is how farming works, ain't it? This is exactly how farming works. Boy, you better get out there and get damn apples. How do you do I, it? I, you, I still, you bunny hop your damn tractor up and down out in the middle tree so all six trees give you fruit. That's exactly how it works. 
So anyway, the that only, speeds things the only up. Thing that, yeah. Only thing I, I still have a question about. Did you really address what the co-op or online no, no, multiplayer part No, is? let me get to that. So that's the third thing I started to uh, tell you and, and never finished. Well, actually, let me finish the other thing with the tractor. I'm still done with, done with that. So not only does the tractor give you the bigger grids and have more productivity, right? It also right. uses fuel. To get fuel, you have to have a little fuel depot. You probably saw that in the screenshots. The little fuel depot you afford pretty early and you stick there and now you can take your tractor over to it. You click it, you buy fuel for it, and it fills up the tank to whatever level it can. The ultimate goal, in my opinion, is to get a bunch of quests done and earn at least two of those fuel depots because um, by the time your farm starts to get real big, you're going through fuel like crazy. And at least two will kind of keep you going all the time. Otherwise, you'll run out and have to wait or go manually do the plots. It kind of sucks. So get two fuel depots at least, maybe more if you can get them. But they cost a different kind of currency, and that currency comes from quests. Anyway, so there's that. Tractor is awesome. It's great. Once you get it, your whole life changes. Further down the road, you're like, hmm, what's this multiplayer about? And get out of your farm and go do a server thing. And you can filter by friends, strangers, blah, 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 whatever. Everybody can set their farm. Like, I have set my farm when, when it's active. My farm can have people come in and harvest for me, but do nothing else. Oh. They can't plant. And they can't uh, till the ground or create new plots or any of that. They can come in, harvest anything that's that's ripe and ready to go, and that's right. it. And when they do that, right. it goes to my bottom line. I get gold. I get right. the product. I get uh, the you know the regrowth. They can water for me if they want to. Now I you think could, Farmville had that mechanic, didn't it? It might have. I don't know. They probably all do because I hardly ever play yeah. this genre, so I have no idea. But then, secondly, you can, or alternatively, alternately is what I meant to say. You alternatively, that's not a word. <laughs> alternately, you can change it so you're if, if, yeah, go ahead. It'll let you harvest and it'll let you sow or plant. So people can come in and those, if I set it like that, then they can both harvest and plant stuff. But they that can kind of jack you up because if you're mm-hmm. not paying attention, some strangers in there and they're like, I'm gonna put a bunch of flowers where your wheat should be, <laughs> then you gotta wait for these flowers to grow. Some of them are 12 hour grows, like it's awful. So, so I hate are, that. Do you, do you, are you worried about people being uh, griefing you, or you just think people would be dumb? Well, here's how uh, both. But here's what yeah. I would do. If you really are serious about wanting to have the communal experience, here's what you should do. You set it to let them do anything they want. They can grow. They can harvest. They can plant. They can do everything. Wow. But give them, lock give them it, admin rights to your farm. Well, That's a bad idea. It's just lock it down to your friends only, and then right. that way only – only your friends can get in there and just make sure it's friends you trust. And if you don't have friends you trust on your friends list, well, then maybe don't do that. Hey, Scott, can you friend me? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you're not going to do any mayhem in there. I'm sure I'm not going to come in and find a cow on a roof and a freaking my penis-shaped my, muffin. Your, your <laughs> wellness is in my heart. Uh-huh. The wellness right. of my farm, sure it is. Right. Anyway, Farm Together is rad. And it's, like I said, Early Access just came out on the 22nd of February, so it's still pretty new. But it looks, I mean, looks great, feels great, no crashes, not having any issues, runs uh, awesome between a Mac and a PC, uh, does cloud syncing, so my farm goes wherever I need it. Um, I've gone into other people's farms, just public farms, and you would not believe what some people are doing. Now, some of these people may be cheating. I don't know. I can't tell because there's always cheats for this stuff, right? Right. But some people have just got miles and miles and miles. Oh, I forgot to mention this. You can spend these gems you get by selling your goods and and build a farm 
or uh, sorry, a, a barn and you can build a windmill and you can build pathing and, and garden uh, dividers and, and gating and all this stuff. You can create all kinds of, you know, things that make it look like a big finished farm. Everything but a house. You can even build a shitter, an outdoor outhouse. You can build that. Nice. Yeah. Why? I don't know. But okay. You can't even use it. And oh, I should mention, you can move anything you want in the game. So if you're not happy oh, with nice. the layout and you're like, I need these eight trees to be over there in those eight empty spots. You can take, you can multi-select eight trees, run over there and replant them. Eight what's, objects what's at a penalty? time. There is none. It's just let you move them. It's huh. another thing I like about the game. Why be a penalty? It's just fun and cool. Now, if you make a, a bunch of plots in the land, you're like, oh, I wish I didn't have this land where plots are. I want to have this clear for something else. When right. you dig up your plots to remove them, that gives you a little bit of your money back that you spent on, on them, but not all of them. So that's the penalty there. You don't right. get a full refund. But trees like transplants, they don't cost you anything. Removing completely, you just get a portion of the money back that you would have spent to build it in the first place. Uh, yeah, I yeah. I think you almost got me sold on this game, but I I don't know. I, I'll tell you what. Do you, you want to have me, a fun, you, chill, if, relax, if you, no if pressure? Me, yeah. If you friend me and give me access to your farm, I'll be there. I'll do that in a heart. Yeah, in a heartbeat. <laughs> give, get, come in here. Help me want, Help me harvest want, my shit. I want admin rights. Oh, F that. F that. I'm not giving you admin rights. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I wish it was per thing because, like, I'd let you fish all day. I don't care. Right. Come fish. And like my fishing ponds, the fishing, there's no fishing mini game or anything. You just go click it and it fishes and it pulls a bunch of fish out. That's it. I would, I would show up to your farm like uh, Lenny. Oh, from, great. Uh, Mice and men. Yeah, right. that's a great idea. What do you, what's in the farm, Scott? What's in the farm? And I'd just say, you'd, you'd find, right, you'd find dead rabbits and uh, eventually my brother in uh, somewhere. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Plot. Cartoons, right. cartoons ruined that story for me because <laughs> there are so many Looney Tunes that are all based on of Mice and Men. Right. That they, the two characters are just so, eh, shut up. Ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo. Like, it's just <laughs> such a cartoon version of what that book was that it ruined it. Okay. So, what it ruined it, but it certainly, it, it certainly set it back. One other thing I was going to say you're in, you have a pretty good space to build with, but also you'll notice on all sides, if you drive out there, there's signs that say, hey, you want to buy more property. And it's another giant, wow. huge square space that you can get and then cultivate. Um, they cost not only gems to purchase, I think it was a hundred for the first ring that I bought, um, which isn't bad at that stage. And you also have to be a certain level to do it. Mm-hmm. But in theory, you could buy all of this land eventually and just have the most expansive, beautiful, you know, one whole grid dedicated to trees and fruit and a whole other area with nothing but ponds of fish. Uh, I think goal-wise, that is my goal. And so I'm going to get to a place where I've got all these grids dedicated to these certain kinds of farming. And as the game gets tweaked and gets better and better, uh, there's talk of them introducing all sorts of features like sprinkling systems and like right. all kinds of crap. So anyway. And, and and all of that said, still didn't find time to play Rhyme. Okay, whatever. Yeah, still no time for Rhyme. That's right. <laughs> well, that's because here's the other problem. This game got me uh, thinking about... so. Once in a while, I need a game where I'm not killing everything. Right. Take right. The, take this uh, current day politics. Some video games don't have you kill things. Anyway, I like a game where I can just kind of go and there's no pressure and there's no pushing me around. It's just me doing a thing. And in this case, right. it's a farm. And then I remembered, hey, I've got another game that when I got it was in early access, but is now in full release and I haven't installed it since my last PC upgrade. I should go back and check in on a little game called Yonder. 
Y O N D E R. Yonder. Uh, this game, when I first played it, was right around the time uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild came out last year. Mm. Is, and, this, is this uh, Yonder the Cloud Catcher Chronicles? Yes, that's that, the one. Okay. I always forget that subtitle. You're totally right. Right. Cloud Catcher Chronicles. Uh, you're a little dude or a lady. Make whatever you want there. Yeah, uh, mm. you, you go into this world, and it's very Zelda-like oh. in size and breadth and stuff. It's this huge place. And it, you can mine things, pick things, chop down things, collect things, build things, uh, do quests for all the townspeople. Uh, randomly run into an animal you've never seen before, befriend it, end up with a bunch of those back at another kind of farm thing you could build if you decided to. Although that's not even a requirement of the game. You can fish. Um, you can find a cave and go in there, and there's like secret secrets in there, plus maybe some loot or some rad treasure chests you'll find. Um, there's millions of kinds of seeds, and it's just all this stuff, all these tools. I can shred grass to make something out of it. Uh, or I can just follow the story and go for the main quest and like, oh, you need to meet this guy, the the old wizard somewhere on the other island or whatever. And I can just work to get through that stuff. But it's a game, not all that unlike this farming game, that is just, you can't die and you don't kill anything. Right. So I, ca- I never kill or hurt a thing. I can't jump off a cliff and die because I have a little um, umbrella when I jump off, it goes, and I float down there. Uh and that's awesome. This game's 24 bucks, by the way. Uh, yeah. I got it, I think, at 15 when it was in early access. I don't remember for sure. But um, that Available was... Available for the PC and PlayStation 4. Yeah, it's a cool game. I think Yonder's really neat. It's just it's a great escape. It's gorgeous looking. I, I like it. I'm a big I'm a big adventure game You'd probably uh, like it. Guy. You'd probably yeah. like it. And it's kind of a do-what-you-want-to-do-when-you-want-to-do-it kind of game. It doesn't have any pressure to it. Again, you don't you can't kill or harm anything. Oh, I love it's, these animals. You're yeah, right. the animals are super cool. And it's very Zelda, and let's look and feel. It's huge. It feels like you're in this giant place, and everything's beautiful, and lots of discovery, and like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I came around this bend and found this giant cliff, and how cool is this? Have and, you, now, they do have a, a specific storyline. Did you Have you followed the storyline, or are you just... Just a little of both. So out. I've been right. trying to clear areas of their quests because I, I don't know, it's kind of a Warcraft player in me. I just want to clear stuff right. out. Um, but then there were a couple times I was like, you know what? I better go see. I'm far enough in. I should probably just go see what that wizard wants. And so I went to this other area and found this wizard. What does the wizard want? But you're never he wants at, food. You're never in any danger. Badly. And some may say, well, how is that fun? That doesn't sound like a video game. And that's what I like about it. You don't need to be in danger to have a good time. This is It's like the farming game. So for whatever reason, I was really dr- drawn to these this week. It's nice to sort of escape the whole pressure of your normal video game life and just do chill stuff and then i followed it all up with another game that just came out of early access and i and i already had it and i thought you know what the only thing that i didn't have when it came out was a campaign let's go see what the campaign was and that game is north guard and uh it's about a bunch of norse uh viking type folk all right uh, they, and, and the game, the game itself, the game itself plays like uh, Age of Empires. You know those Viking types. And, and you love Age of Empires too, right? Oh. You're a huge fan. It's a lot like that, uh, except uh, well, in the campaign anyway. It's there's a story, Absolutely. and you're trying to you know do stuff to do whatever you have to do. But I like it because if there's they introduce some new things like land control and um, kind of how you produce units and how you make them into better units is different than most of those games. It's more more small groups of stuff happening and less giant armies or whatever. And it's all set in kind of a Norse 
sort of I don't know if there's a lot of mythology coming probably at some point. Um right. but it's all it's all really cool. I like it a lot. It's a neat top down thing. Super polished, well put together, and this campaign is nice so far. I'm only maybe three chapters in, but I'm digging it. And if you want to learn more, just look up North Garden. It can show you all you want. But you know, your tip some of your typical strategy uh, RTS trappings along with some new ideas that I think are pretty cool. So check right. that out. It looks, it all right. Looks, it looks interesting, but it's going to be tough considering how much is going on with Age of Empires right now with the the new HD version and they got some other stuff they're working on. They got four coming out, brand Age new Empires. one. Got a brand new one yeah. coming. <clears throat> I don't know yeah. what I'm going to think about that yet. I'm I'm trying to get my head around it cuz 2 is maybe one of the highlight game periods of my t- life. Loved it. Yeah. One was cool, but then two just blew it out of the water, and then three was kind of me. It was neat looking, but yeah. it was not that great gameplay wise. And then uh, these HD versions come out. That's cool, I guess. But four, yeah, let's see what they do. I have no idea what four looks like, but uh, for now, probably games look, like North exactly like Northgard, pro- probably, <laughs> probably. <laughs> But it's been very indie. These are all very indie companies I've been playing here. These aren't big publishers. Yeah. I'm playing a lot of smaller games, and I'm I'm really digging it, like I always do. So uh, uh, since we last talked, you finished Rhyme. You finished Little Nightmares, right? How how all that go? Well, uh, I've been I've been on a bit of a tear with these puzzle adventure mm. kind of games with with uh, unique storylines. Both of them were I was warned for both of them to avoid. Uh, story spoilers and so i did and uh i gotta say i agree with what people were saying they were both uh they were surprising at the end and it was it was very satisfying Hmm. i enjoyed i and i picked games that were story driven and that would end in a certain amount of time like six to eight hours i used my old how long to beat uh website to figure all that out so I'd actually finish some games, and uh, both well, Rhyme came out in February for the PlayStation Plus, and I played through it, uh, probably like six to eight hours. So at the total just so I could finish was, some games, yeah, right, yeah. And so I put that in my pocket and said, "Good job, Brian. Feeling confident about your gameplay, and let's go play some little nightmares." Finished it, put that in my pocket. Good job. Also tried to play Knack on the PlayStation Plus in February. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Yeah, it's because it sucks. It's not good. It's a bad video game. Right. And you said that from the beginning. You said, Brian, the, the scores aren't good. And I'm like, yeah, I took a peek and I thought it looks like fun. But it got kind of fatiguing. Here's it's a little repetitive. Really yeah, a little important. repetitive. Yeah. And so I put that in my backlog. We'll see if it ever comes out. Also, in February, I picked up Civ 6 with the Humble Monthly Bundle. Have not played it even one minute. Oh, my gosh. You know why? Get in there, dude. <laughs> Get in there. No. Do you know why I'm not playing it? Because why? I'm scared. Oh, uh, well, you should be. It's a I'm scared. It's a big, big time sucker, that thing. It is a huge time sucker. I mean, look at how long to beat on that thing. You don't even want to know. No. Well, uh, I mean, there's the thing about that game is you can get in for just a few moves if you want. It won't you can get out, right. save it, and be done. But the problem is you always feel like one more move, one more move, one more move. One more move is three in the morning. How did this happen? Yeah. Save me. Yeah. All right. So during our little break. We had last week. I uh, the humble bundle uh, for March came out, and I decided I would tackle another adventure game. Uh, this one is called Last Day of June. Uh, it has a pretty good storyline. However, there's not a lot of spoilers because the story happens pretty quick. 
How much, by uh, the way, how, how do you pronounce Humble Bundle? Say it for me one more time. Humble Bundle. Okay, listen to this guy Monthly. now. Hear that guy? He does French. He's a French guy. <laughs> yes, it, yeah. it's, it sounds French. If I spoke French, that's how exactly how it sounds. <laughs> so, last day of June, another artsy, uh, beautiful story-driven adventure puzzle game uh, that I have for the PC. I believe it's for the PlayStation 4 as well. Um is that right? Does Which game? Right Which game? Uh, last day of June. Oh, that sounds cross-platform. I think. Actually, Let me tell you something. I'll look it up. If you if you don't do anything else, uh, at least listen to the soundtrack of Last Day of June. It is fan freaking tastic. PlayStation have... Four and Steam. Sorry, go ahead. Excellent, excellent, perfect. Uh, last Day of June is a very uh very another one of those artsy games. It literally looks like a painting. Uh, your characters are a little bit creepy because they do like paintings, and instead of having eyeballs, they just have like like dented in areas. Yeah, I can see so, this. I'm looking at the video. Yeah. That's trippy. So it's, it's at first you're kind of like I don't like it, but then you kind of get used to it. Uh, see, August also, of August of last year. Yeah, that's yeah August of last year. Yeah. It's, it's, it hasn't been out that long. So uh, the the and. There's a couple things you have to get used to right away because you have to get used to the the look because you're going to deal with everybody with no eyes. And you also have to get used to the idea that no one actually speaks. They do that whole Sims talk where mm-hmm. it's like, sure. Yeah. And so, yeah. So that's the other thing I've so been doing, every- by the way, is I've been playing that damn new Sims mobile game. So I'm, right. I'm so sick of their <laughs> voices. I want to die. You heard it a lot, right? Yeah. So, but you, at first, I was kind of turned off by it. I was like, oh, they're going to be doing this the whole time. But it really works because it, it it totally removes. You would get so sick of the dialogue if there was dialogue because there is a, a bit of a Groundhog Day mechanic in this thing where uh, you have to keep going back in and correcting things uh, into the story to, to make the outcome that you want. Mm. So you have to keep going in. Now, is and it like make, that French, that, that weird bedoodle one you had me play, the uh, naked, sexy bedoodle brutal or whatever it was called? Oh, sec- sexy brutal. The same idea, uh, same uh, gameplay. It's it's kind of the it's the same idea that you keep trying things until you unlock the answer until you get the answer you're looking. But for. you don't have to sit through the same repeated sequences until you get it right. Uh, some of the sequences you have to see a little bit of things over again, but they're pretty smart with what they show you because they use just enough to clue you into what's supposed to happen, and they do a lot of skips. Okay. So it's not it's not Whoa. watching the whole thing over again, but it could be. Ooh. Sorry, it's the um, Steam played music or sound for some reason. Right. So okay. essentially, when you start, uh, you're on a pier and you get a gift. I don't know why it keeps playing sound. Why is it doing that? F you, Steam. I never. But right. do it, do go, it, go do ahead. it. So yeah. Oh, right, so uh, we could complain about Steam's stupid autoplay crap forever. <laughs> yeah, we could. Anyway, I want yeah, this game. So You're making me want this game. It looks, it looks you super should cool. Get the game. It is so beautiful, and it's not much of a spoiler because it happens very early on in the game. Uh, you're a young couple in love. Uh, the woman gives you a present. Yeah. We don't know what's in the present because before you get a chance to open it, a storm comes up, and you get in the car and you go home. Uh, and when you're going home, an accident happens. I know what's in the box. You know what's in the box. You got to know what's in the box. A pair of actual <laughs> functioning eyeballs. That's what's in that box. <laughs> ah! But uh, so, yeah, so 
So you get into it, and uh, it, when you wake up after the car accident, you can uh, you you go around the house. the The person you're in love with, your your wife, uh, she's a painter. So there's paintings all over the house, yeah. and she's been painting everybody, all the townsfolk, or there's only like four different people besides yourself in the little small village that you're in. Uh, it's not really a village. I think it's a summer retreat is what I think it is. I haven't got to that part yet, but I think that's what's going on. Mm. Uh, so she paints uh, pictures of everybody in the in your little summer retreat area. And and so there's this one room that's dedicated to that, and there's canvases of each person. And each one of your characters can go up to it and kind of make little emotions to how you feel about them. Hmm. All right, so that point you wake up you realize your wife is gone you're in a wheelchair and you go to the paintings and you uh you can choose one of the characters and you can choose several different actions that they will that they will use uh and once you choose those actions they show up on like this little deck of cards Mm -hmm. and you can tell that there's like you know the boy may have like so many actions that he can take and then the girl can have so many actions she can take and so there's all these different action cards basically to complete the game you got to get everything in line and so you keep playing these different decks of cards that are set up by your actions that you take it's pretty damn clever uh the way everything is set up and the way uh the way each character has the abilities to get to certain areas and they have to do one function before another character can come in. I'm having a lot of fun with it. All right. Last day of June, a beautiful visual game. Uh, the music is outstanding. I mean, if if there's one thing that stands out, it's the music. It mm. is just so gorgeous. Uh, and the the time mechanic, rolling back time, I haven't gotten frustrated with it yet. So Good, because I usually hate that, but it sounds like it's not so bad the way you've described yeah, it. Yeah, it's not so bad. And I'm almost completed with it because I've played it two times. I've logged in about three hours, and I am I think I'm on the final phase. Uh, so it's probably another couple of hours. So it's, it's a pretty short game. But if you do have the monthly... Humble bundle. Humble bundle. Uh, yeah. Uh, it come. It can't. It came free in March. You can't get it now because you can't get the March bundle, but you can get next month's bundle. Hmm. But it's a lot of. It, it like I said. I, I. I can't wait to finish it. It's a lot of fun. I also been playing a game called. I played through a game called Pinstripe. Is that also on the humble bundle? No. Humble bundle. It is uh, right. What? Ah, humble bundle. Yeah. Did it? What, what's that on? Where'd you get that? PC? Okay, so I had a little bit of change still left on a Steam card I'd forgotten about, and so I picked it up. It is a, it is a PC game. An ex-minister ventures to the frozen depths of hell in search of his kidnapped daughter. Well, it's a weird art style, isn't it? It's a fun art style. I tried to figure out what it reminds me of, uh, but I couldn't really place it. Hmm. But um, the the characters, the characters are real interesting. You're following this this one character who kidnaps your daughter pretty early on in the story, uh, and and takes her to hell, and uh, wow, he is he is kind of almost a uh, uh, Pennywise kind of character. He's not a clown, mind you. He's not a mime either. But he's kind of got that. He's he's dark. He's shrouded. You don't always see him. He's got a lot of attitude. As a matter of fact, 
every time you encounter him, you kind of got to chase him through hell. So you, every time you get close to him and, and catch up with him, he'll, you know, he'll taunt you. And then as he leaves, he'll go, he'll do the crotch chop mm. like that mm. to emphasize, you know, you can really just kiss it. And uh, so I played through that all in one day. Oh, it was, uh, wow. Yeah. It's a very, it, it came out in 2017. It has very positive reviews. And uh, Thomas Brush, uh, who is the developer of this, is working on a new project. It's right in the middle. It's already been funded on Kickstarter. It's called Once Upon a Coma. And I did not realize this. This guy is only an hour up the road from me. Oh. Uh, yeah. So got that one. That's supposed to come out this year. If you get a chance to pick up Pinstripe, I think I picked it up on sale for $9.99, but it's $14.99 right now. Mm -hmm. But it's visually, it is a it is a stunner. Uh, it really sucks you in so much so that, like I said, I don't usually finish a game in one sitting. I did. Think oh, of look like at the slingshot. I like the slingshot. Yeah, the slingshots. Uh, the slingshot is, is quite... Uh, frustrating at first for me because i was trying to play it with a, a keyboard yeah don't do that there's something really smart about how the game controls were designed because you can switch back and forth easily and quickly with the keyboard or the game controller and you don't have to go into the settings to do it it detects when you start trying to use the keyboard and it switches over to the keyboard control and it detects when you pop back over to the controller does this uh, one also so, have a cool, cool soundtrack, or what's the deal? Oh there? my goodness! Yeah, the soundtrack is is just gorgeous. It's uh, another great soundtrack. It's got some cool voice work. Oh, I didn't mean to mention the voice work. Voice work is one of the most important parts. The voice work was done. You should go down by, there. You should go over there and talk to that guy and say, "Hey, can I do voice work for your next game?" Hey, can I do? Because he 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 had a whole bunch of uh, he had a whole bunch of YouTube stars uh, like. Uh, PewDiePie, among some that did voice work for. This oh, did he game. say a so bunch of racist characters. stuff for the art for the game? He say uh, drop this the. Was, this was back okay. when we still liked PewDiePie, <laughs> and so did we. I don't know if I ever did. Well, I mean, I how about we I tolerated him? I don't hate him. I never watched. I never really watched PewDiePie, so I don't. I don't really have a judgment He's, about any content. He was all right. He's like every YouTube star. They eventually got uh, a little too comfortable. With uh, they eventually film a dead body in Japan. All yeah, them. they got a little too comfortable with being themselves, and they they forgot sometimes you gotta, you know, you gotta filter it. So <laughs> whatever, right. man. All but right. yeah, the game itself is 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 like I said, it's it's engrossing. It pulls you in. Uh, the story is as well told. I oh, the other thing I loved about this game, I had a. Uh, I don't know if it's all the versions, but the version I have allows you to do uh, developer commentary, oh, cool. which I turned on. So, like each each uh, section you come to, each little panel you come to, uh, you have to figure out a lot of puzzles along the way. Uh, you can hit the space bar, and he'll the the developer will tell you all about the background and and some unique stories that he had uh, developing each one of those, and how much. Uh, feedback he got over time from uh, developing this game and visiting uh you know different cons and different gaming events and he would get so much good feedback and then he would in, you know he put that into the game and uh he went from a game that was he that you probably wouldn't want to play to something that's this 
almost community sourced together. Huh. It's good. You should drive by his house next time he's doing a commentary. Just be out front in your car going, right. and go, hey, you guys are stupid. See if it makes it. Yeah, see if it just makes go, it on there. Boop. Say, I'm <laughs> I'm Brian Dunaway, and I'm also a YouTuber. Right. Me, me, me. Yep, I like it. All right, I well, love it. we'll love see it. how that goes. Now, one quick final note before we move on to the news. Deep Rock Galactic, thanks to Tanner. Who sent Tanner Goodman, right? Is that his last name? Yeah, sent, yes, he did. He sent me a uh, Deep Rock Galactic. I appreciate that so much. We, why aren't we trying that together? We need to be playing that. Let's play that. It's a good question because I, me and Tanner were supposed to play, and our weekends kind of fell apart. And so I want to get back and play with him as well as you. Yeah, uh, I, I tried to play it by myself and tried to get online with uh, you know just randos. Yeah. Wow. How'd that go? Yeah. Not good. Oh. Did you get in any games? Not good. Oh, I got I got in a game, but the only problem is that the host, you know, if you if you just if you're the person who starts the game, yeah, because it's four players, right? Right. So if you get into some where somebody's uh, hosting, there seems to be no time limit on when they have to start the freaking game. Yeah, that's it's a pain. There's no like, I mean, this early, right? Early access. Right, they're still right, working still all that early. stuff out. But eventually, what I hope happens is there's some sort of overall timer, like any of these games, where you gotta, you gotta poop or get off the pot, dude. Freaking get in the game or don't. Exactly. Yeah, I hate that sitting there waiting forever. F that. There's like a Bomberman multiplayer thing. It's not Bomberman, but it's like a ripoff of Bomberman that's on, um, it's on Steam and it's free to play and it's like super mm. homebrew. Like it's super cool. I think it actually works really well and plays a lot like Bomberman, so it feels good. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the games I've had on that have been really good, but the the same problem with the waiting area or the the lobby. It's just everyone has to say okay, or else you're just you're just sitting there. Now nah, you got to start. I and I mean they could learn a lot near this because they've got a really good game. They got a good concept. They've got a good game. Everything they're doing is really well. But they could really learn from like games like Left 4 Dead 2 on how to party form because it's the same thing. It's four players, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, it's a very so, similar I mean, game. Very similar game type. They'll, they'll, fi they'll figure it out. It's early enough. I think they'll figure it out. But Blacklock, Brack, Black Rock. No, what's Black. it called? Freaking Deep Rock Galactic. Yeah. Is really good. And I have high hopes for it. I have real, I think it's got some serious potential and uh, we'll play some time. And G, anyway. and G, guess what? Oh. I got stuck. Oh, that's what? a big, shock. big shocker. I can't believe it. Right, I know. You were in a cave-like place and fell into a hole. That's impossible. Cave-like. It's like this, is like my worst nightmare. Yeah. Why did I decide like wanted this game? It's like, yeah, I can't wait to play that game. It's like, it's a cave, and I get lost all the time. Yeah, it's a real shocker to me. No, having spent as much time as I have with you over the years, I can't believe that you fell in a cave and couldn't get up. That's just shocking to me. Even. Oh. <laughs> all right, let's get into the news. Seriously, your cow is still at the bottom of Rage Fire Chasm somewhere. Right. Well, I'm going to get him now that I got my uh, drill. Oh, you got my, uh, okay. Yeah, I got my my mining drill. Yeah, I'll you'll be fine him. now. You can because those are the same place. You can go get your Torin <laughs> Hunter out of a out of a zone in World of Warcraft. Uh, hey, good news, everybody! Nintendo did a direct this week and announced Super Smash Brothers coming to the Nintendo Switch. They did not give it an extra name like Super Smash Brothers Brawl or Attack or any of these words they usually put on there. Right. That's all they said. Super Smash Brothers coming to Nintendo Switch. It will be later this year. <clears throat> they announced it did Wednesday. You, uh, Nintendo, did you see the sorry. fanboys? Yeah, oh, they freaked out. People are stoked. Crazy. Yeah, they're losing it. Now, here's the problem. Nintendo has to be very careful here. 
if this is just a rework of the Wii U game, mm. nobody's going to be happy. Not no. because the Wii U game wasn't good. It was. And it would probably likely be better here, just like Mario Kart and other stuff, because I think the control scheme's better. Uh, but people, what they really want is like a proper, here's a brand new uh, Smash Brothers game. Right. And I don't, they didn't say, so we don't know. We don't know what they're going to do. We don't know what this looks like yet, except that they revealed it. People flipped out. The Switch version of the game will be released this year and apparently includes the Squid Kids from Splatoon, which makes me think yeah. it is probably not just a rework of the Wii U, although in theory they could rework that and still put these new characters in. Can I, can I just say, uh, uh, curse Fox News and any, all these news media outlets that have introduced the idea of of crisis actors and stuff because when I was watching that video I was thinking ah who put those plants in there because oh, yeah. now you don't no one anybody. cheers like that yeah. <laughs> for this game they must be crisis actors they must be Nintendo actors or That's something right. I was just final crisis I hate you for putting that right they suck F those guys uh, the Switch version of Super Smash Brothers we released I already said that uh, Switch version's bigger appeal uh, is that, A, a bunch of people bought more Switches than we ever bought the Wii U. That's a big part of it. Uh, but also, you can play it anywhere, anytime. And think about this, Brian. You're on a trip, and one of your kids is like, Dad, I want to play Super Smash Brothers. He hands you the left Joy-Con. You take the right Joy-Con. And before you know it, everybody's playing Smash Brothers on this little screen in the back of the car. It's going to be super amazing. excited, except for the part where I'm driving with a Joy-Con. Well... You shouldn't drive. You wouldn't be one of the drivers. Oh. It'd be one of the p- other people in the back. Now, if you're, oh. like, if you're like my wife, she doesn't like me. She doesn't like how I drive. She's never liked it. She thinks it's dangerous and weird. I think I'm a fine driver. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had my driving described as dangerous and weird. And weird. I've only had one ticket in my entire life, and that was like three, four years ago. Right. And before that, my entire driving life from age 16 till, till then, nothing, nothing since then. I and the one I got here was cheap, and that guy was doing quotas. Man, it was the rip. So I have almost a perfect driving record. Just somehow she doesn't want to go driving with me. This would be great for me because she doesn't let me drive long distances. If we're going to Vegas or something, she demands she drives and doesn't let me because she cannot. She just can't rest if she knows I'm driving for some right. whatever reason. Again, I I won't have any accidents and I don't have any tickets. Not one accident in my entire life. I want to point that out. So. It'll be me back there with the kids playing Super Smash Brothers while she drives. I like that. Listens to Katy Perry or whatever she does. She listens to Katy Perry or whatever she does. Whatever the hell it is she does. Anyway, we'll see how it goes. They were real light on details outside of that. Mario, take the wheel. Take the wheel, Mario. Speaking of which, it was a National Mario Day or World Mario Day or whatever on um, Monday, was it? Mario Monday? It was the 10th, so wasn't it? No, that would be Saturday. Yeah, so whatever day that was, because you do M-A-R for March, and then the one zero acts as the I-O, so it's like Mario, see? So it has to be the 10th, so whatever the 10th was. Oh, is that what all that was about? Yeah, it's like the fourth, may the fourth be with you, bullcrap. It's like that. Freaking hate that. Oh my gosh, I hate the fourth be with you stuff. I love Star Wars. Hate that date. So dumb. Anyway, right. well, the Mario thing, everybody really got into it. So it's, uh, yeah, yeah you can still, yeah. if you go to Google Maps right now, you'll still see little Mario characters driving around Google Maps, hmm. which is pretty awesome. Yeah, everyone loves, who doesn't love the, here, to celebrate, here you go. Wow. Happy Mario Day, everybody. 
We hope you celebrated in the only way you know how. Uh, let's look at what's going on with the Microsoft world. So Microsoft's version of Fortnite and the PC's version of Fortnite and the upcoming mobile versions. Yeah, that's right. You heard me. This week they announced iOS and Android getting full-blown versions of Fortnite are all going to be cross-play. Now let's, for a minute, let's all park all of our conversations and arguments about how touchscreen mobile devices aren't going to be able to compete with mouse and keyboards, aren't going to be able to compete with controllers. Like all those different control input methods, I think it's a problem, but we're not talking about that today. Okay, forget about that for now. Let's say that the ultimate world is everybody can play from anywhere they want to. Sure, they may not be able to hold up against the PC players with their mice and their keyboards, but yet there's still something cool about the idea of multiple platforms all in together, right? That's what's happening. Now, up till now, that's been great and pretty cross-platform across the board, except for PlayStation. What? Fortnite PS4, those people cannot play with existing PC uh, Xbox One or upcoming mobile players. Why? Well, probably because Sony is still in a position of leadership and therefore in a position where they don't want to kind of give up their exclusivity stuff. Uh, Microsoft's happy to let this go. This is how they used to be, by the way. This was totally how they used to be hardcore, but they're not now. Well, why? Because they're in a distant second and they really need the, the players. So I don't blame them. And I also understand why they do it. And if Sony was in the same position, they would do the exact same thing. And Microsoft would be hard-headed about it. It's just the way this goes. Mm-hmm. However, I'm irritated with Sony right now because I don't, th- I cannot think of a single reason why they need to be weird about this one. It's a free-to-play game. People aren't going to go out and buy Xboxes just to play it. It doesn't do anything to the competition. It just means that more people can play the game. A healthier player base means a more vibrant uh, bunch of people playing more, uh, more often. And you're still the lead platform, so what does it matter? Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So we don't know why, but we know that Microsoft has let it slip here recently that they say it's Microsoft. Epic says, or not Microsoft, sorry, Sony. Epic says it's also Microsoft. Or sorry, Sony. I keep saying Microsoft. (laughs) Everybody says it's Sony's fault, and Sony hasn't done anything. So uh, over the weekend, uh, Twitter uh, user told Fox uh, Xbox boss Phil Spencer that they wanted to see PS4 and Xbox One players battling together in Fortnite, to which he replied, me too. That was it. Me too. You can't use that. No, he wrote M-E and then the number two, because he doesn't want to get okay. confused with, you know, Harvey Weinstein did not touch my wiener. That, w- that would be great. <laughs> Harvey, Harvey Weinstein touched uh, uh, Phil Spencer's wiener. Well, wouldn't that have been a great faux pas? I would have um, loved it. It would have been pretty good. Um, anyway, the official Fortnite Twitter account also says we three. Uh, so it seems like Sony's the only one reluctant to to say it's okay, but for, and what for what it really I'm with you. It's like it's hard to look at Sony and go, well, why not? Sony's like it sounds like a lot of trouble. Yeah, and for the record, PC players can play PlayStation players in lots of games, so it's not PC right. they're worried about. Um, I would think mobile may be a problem for them. I don't know, but to not let Xbox is kind of their their big stink. And again, I don't want this. Don't get all excited, Sony people or, or Microsoft people going, oh, Sony, what a bunch of bastards won't open it up. If the tables were turned and the leadership roles were different this this generation, just like last generation, Microsoft be doing I the same rem- thing. I remember how I felt about this with uh, the cross-platform with uh, Rocket League when it was so hot 
and I wanted to play with my PC friends, and I had it on the PS4. Oh, you uh, could do that. That you could do. Well, you can now. Well, you could then too. You just couldn't. You couldn't team up with your friends. You still can't. So that's right, the other right. things people need to remember. Any of these crossplay games, you're not going to be able to have. You got to have some other third party membershipy thing. It can't right. be PSN is talking to Steam. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't. So. Yeah, I remember how upset I was then, but I got to be honest with you. I've, uh, since I don't play Fortnite much, I'm kind of like, I'm sick of hearing about Fortnite. Fortnite's fun. <laughs> it should play it. It's good. It's been, it is now taking over, uh, it's taking over PUBG for me as it, far as it, fun. It, it totally has, and Twitch reflects that. I mean, every time I, every, almost everything this in the top 10 is Fortnite. Well, and remember the game's free, which makes a difference, but. Right, huge. But, uh, it's a it's like triple the viewers on Twitch or something. Plus, um, I don't know all the friends I had who were hardcore PUBG players are all playing Fortnite now, and that's all they want to do. Right. So Fortnite's a real is uh, you know at least for now is a hot flash in the pan, and with um, mobile being announced with MiFi controller um, built in, which is you know controllers on a on a phone or a tablet, mm-hmm. um, brings it all pretty interesting. It's an it's an interesting thing to to see them do this. I, th- I, clearly I, yeah, I they're think it would be. Yeah. I, I definitely am interested in seeing this happen for the first time, right? Because this will be the first game that really just clears the board, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Could I'm be awesome. Seeing that could be awesome. Yeah. We'll see. No one knows until we get there. Uh, it's a brand new Hearthstone. Uh, oh no, let's talk about PlayStation real quick. Check this out. Everything you need to know about the new PS4 system software update five point five zero. All right. What? Here's what you're going to get. If you own a PlayStation, get excited, I guess. Custom wall paper, pay, plapers. Plapers? Plapers. <laughs> wall plapers. Wall plapers. Uh, <laughs> playtime management, quick menu enhancements, and more. Now, let's get more into that playtime management because that, that, that's something that caught everybody's eye. That's the hotness. It may, it may explain why there was that huge update just recently uh, to the mobile app. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. That's well that, and they've got that. Uh, they have some other new mobile. They have a new. Um, what am I trying to call it? It's like a social app that's separate from that, right? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what's going on. I actually am kind of down on that thing because I don't understand why you have to have two apps. It annoys me. But anyway, this feature gives family managers <laughs> that would be like dad, mom, parental guardian, that sort of thing, uh, the ability to control. When and how and how long a kid can play for. And that's an individual kid play based on their little PSN login. <clears throat> Playtime can even be set to vary depending on the day of the week. For example, you could allow your child to play for two hours between 4 and 7 p.m. during the work week. And then for four hours between 8 and 8 p.m. on the weekend. Or 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Basically, you give them a lot of time. Now, there are going to be some dick parents out there that go, Okay, on Saturday, you have precisely 22 minutes to play? I would love that. You best figure out the best time for it, boy. I don't think they do it by minutes. It's probably going to be, I'm sure it's like rounded like a half hour, right? Probably, uh, maybe even an hour. I would love that if it would be 22 minutes. How <laughs> help. We can troll <laughs> your kids so hard, man. I love it. Uh, this joins a long list of parental management features already available, including the ability to individually set what each child in your family on PlayStation Network plays, watches, or accesses while they're using the device. All these features can be accessed in your PS4 settings under family management. Um, it's pretty interesting. Uh, you can also monitor all this crap on your smartphone via the PSN account web portal thing. And uh, I don't know. I like when companies do this stuff. So I guess 
what took you so long, but also good job. I don't know how to put that any other way. It's been five years since the thing came out, but I guess. Yeah, I know. If, if your kids aren't corrupt by now. Yeah, they're already getting uh, donkey porn from their friends. <laughs> That's not fair, is it? They're probably not getting it's any donkey not. porn. I don't know what kids do. I don't know what kids. I have no idea what kids do. I kind of know what they do, but they're not. No I don't idea. think they're. I don't think too many of them are worried about donkey porn. It could be wrong. No, it's probably low on the list. That's for weirdo adults is what that's for. Yeah, that is exactly. When you've done everything else, it's time for... You got to kick it up a notch, Brian. You got (laughs) to kick it up a notch. All right, speaking of kicking it up a notch, there is a new Hearthstone expansion. It was announced today. Yeah, they announced it today. It's called The Witchwood and they're going to, uh, among other things, this thing that's important to me, but they're uh, having a dungeon run style monster hunt mode. That makes me hey. very happy. I love dungeon runs in Cobalds uh, and Catacombs. That was fantastic. Brought me back to Hearthstone in a big way. So they're going to bring that back in some sort of mode there. They also have it, if you pre-order before the launch uh, sometime in April, you get 20 extra packs basically for free. So normally you would spend 49 and get 50 packs, Okay. Right. If you spend 49 right now, you get 70 packs. Oh, what? That's like 80 bucks worth of cards or something like that. And guess what? Scott ran out and did it. Because, damn it, Blizzard, you get my money every time, you jerks. I'm not even that much of a Hearthstone fan, but I... Why don't you I, just I, give them your pin number and be done with it? <laughs> it's a pretty good deal. It's the best deal they've had. Um, anyway, they, uh, they're going to... They're gonna, this is the deal. It's the Witchwood. It's all about... Uh, 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 kind of themed around Wargans and the whole Gen Greymane, uh, uh, Gilneas theme stuff in, in Warcraft. Uh, it's set in the war, uh, the Worgen cursed city of Gilneas itself. Uh, the expansion will feature 135 new cards. A few of them found conveniently hanging in by a tr- uh, hanging in a tree by Hearthstone lead head guy Ben Brode. Uh, blah blah blah. Who cares about that? Uh, there's some new keyword stuff thrown into the game. Some new features. I don't care about any of those things. What I care about is the dungeon run-like mode called uh, Monster Hunt and the fact that they are selling those cards for so cheap. So go get yourself. I'm really digging the promo artwork of this thing. Oh, it's really good. They always knock that stuff out of the park. Like some of the best. Even their motion graphics stuff is so good. It's just good. Right. It's kind of silly, but kind of got a little bit of Poe, Edgar Allan Poe kind of a feel to it. Oh, very much, yeah. Like, I'm almost surprised this isn't like a Halloween release or something like that. But I would, I would expect that. So, what? What's the official launch? It's called oh April, and they just say they say sometime in April. They don't specify. April Fools. I I went and re I I bought the the pre order, and it's now there's a giant pack with a bow on it sitting in my unopened cards area that I can't open yet. Oh. That says that says seventy cards, and it says open sometime okay. in April. <laughs> sometime <laughs> in April. Come on, guys, pick a date. Freaking go for it. Lock I'm it in. Telling you, man, just go for it. Look, I, this is this is Scott. April first. Yeah, he wakes up. Yeah, that's how it feels like it's gonna be, man. April second. Yeah, I'm not into it. Every day. Um. Yeah, I've been playing a lot more Hearthstone though on my iPad in bed, and it's a good place for it. it I, like, I like it in bed. What? I don't know what I'm saying. Mobile. Right. It's mobile bedtime. All right. We're going to talk about emails real quick here. Got an email from uh, Jeremy who sent an email into the show, boopshow at gmail.com. That's B O O P show.com or at gmail.com. He says this Hey guys, it's Jeremy from Texas, and I have a question. 
Uh, you guys report on lots of console news, but it seems like you guys are very f- uh, PC focused. Not that that's a bad thing, as I am primarily a PC player myself, but I was just wondering if that was a choice you made and why. Keep on keeping on, Jeremy. Well, Jeremy, I am absolutely a a PC first kind of guy. Um, I love my consoles, always have. Uh, but if you ask me, like, what's my order of favorite favoriteness for all the devices I might play a video game on? It goes PC, Switch, mobile, and and then probably PlayStation. Like all these people think I'm some kind of PS PS fanboy. I, I it's not even my first place I would get a game. It's just not unless it's an exclusive. I much much prefer what I can do on PCs. I have 800 something games on Steam. Like there's so much to do there. I just and I love the innovation and and how quickly they get indies and stuff that. Sure, you might see in other places eventually or whatever, but I love the the ecosystem of PC gaming. It's also less expensive in a lot of cases. Sometimes they get codes, which is hard to do on other platforms. Like, it's just a great place to have your gaming time spent. So so I'll, I'll cop to it. I'm a total PC gamer fanboy, and I'm watching that every day way more than I am the console world. And oftentimes people are like, why aren't you playing this cool indie on the PlayStation? And I'll say, because I played it a year ago on the PC. And that's not a knock against Sony. It's just the way this business works. It really is. So that's where my head's at. How about you, man? And, and now a lot of indie games are heading uh, to the Switch. I mean, there's a really big push right now for that. And I'm with you. I am kind of a PC first because I'm on the computer all the time. And that's usually where I'm just at. However, uh, I have I, I've, I've had the PlayStation Plus service for years now. And I'll tell you, the the games that come out each month, I don't necessarily play all of them all the way through, but I always at least dabble. Yeah, plus they're and, free. Uh, you know, they're, they're well, free if well, you play it sort of plus. Yeah, right. And so I actually even tried the was it the PS Now for a little while. I tried that. For, I, that didn't really appeal to me as much. And um, there's a lot of indie games there as well. Microsoft's new uh, offering that's basically Netflix uh, for first party titles is much right. more interesting to me than PlayStation Now. I would. I, yeah, I, I it, mean, it's, it's almost a system seller for me. I almost almost pulled the trigger on an Xbox One X the other day because of that alone, but I think I'm going to wait for Red Dead 2 before I pull the right. trigger. Yeah. And, I, and I go to the Switch last, and it's only because I have fewer titles there. Yeah. And uh, that's just my own. You know. <clears throat> me, I'm me, such an PC gamer. No, I get it. Me too. I mean, I, loved, I just love it. Plus, everything's so controller. Anything that's controller-oriented is on PCs now anyway, so it's not like you got that weird disconnect between control stuff and if i need mouse and keyboard well then i'm on the platform where that exists and i don't know there's just so much to do it's so easy just buying a game on steam or getting a free game someplace bim bam boom you're playing it and i have huge hard drive that's got enough room for a billion more 40 gig games like that platform is just great for that stuff it's not great for sitting around the couch and it can be but i have to go through a bunch of rigmarole to get it all hooked up big loud fans over there going ah something wrong with your console no that's my pc ah right so, so you know, I just, I don't know, I just gravitate there. Now, what's funny, you said earlier, the Switch is getting a lot of indie games, and that's true. The problem, I, the only problem I really have with that is they're, they're usually not first to get them. Now, I think that may change yeah. over time. I think that the Switch might be a place to go early or at least simultaneously. But what comes to the Switch that's indie that I get excited about are usually things that I'm just like, ooh, that'd be a cool game I've already played somewhere else, but I'm excited to have it on a portable device. 
Yeah. I, listen, I mean, you just all you had to do is just listen to what Scott was talking about at the beginning of what he's playing. Almost everything is early access. You don't get early access on consoles. Yeah, no. Kind of, once when I get like a beta preview or something, it's not the same. Nah. And I and I'm not even that big of a proponent of let's get, you know, that everybody should be doing early access. Sometimes that stuff is broken and janky. But right. be picky and you find some real gems. Farm together is freaking a polished piece of work that's just not finished from a feature standpoint, but from a functionality standpoint, it's a video game and I'm playing it. So, right. so, so that's cool. It's a cool thing. Jeremy, you're you're right. We yeah. are kind of PC focused. Now we do like the console games. You know what? I'll tell you this. I just had an epiphany here. Uh-oh. Farm Back to- up. Farm together. That ends up on Switch. I'm, I'm going all in. I'll have that version too. Because Absolutely. I really, really like those games. I, and I wonder how, how unique we are in the multiple purchases. Because I do the same. I, I'll purchase you know a PC game. Then I'll go purchase on the console. Is that... Is that common for most gamers? Or no, is that I think it just depends on whether crazy hoarders. I think sometimes it's hoarders, but also most of the time, like me, like I was just saying, I'm not going to do it unless there's some intrinsic value into going with a different platform. In the case of the Switch, playing something like um, Rocket League on there is an awesome uh, right. idea because, well, a you get to take that kind of action on the road, but you also can split that thing out and play with somebody in the same space and. Like, it's just there's a versatility there that makes some games extend their value be- on the new platform. But if I'm, if you're just saying to me, well, Scott, what about like um, SteamWorld uh, Dig 2? Two, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't get it in both places because what's the point? It's just the same exact game and there's no real advantage one over the other, other than if you bought first on the Switch, I guess it's portable now. But if I already had the PC version, I, wasn't, I wouldn't spend money on the Switch version. So it depends on the game for me. Uh, I, I'm yeah. with you too, yeah. And, you know, I think exclusive aren't as big as they used to be. So it used to be really tough. Yeah. Well, to not, not, not nearly, was, yeah, not nearly as big. Well, I don't know. For it's con- still there, but yeah, for maybe con- my tastes have changed. Well, that's another thing is I think my tastes have changed as well. And if I was right. 18 and had, you know, didn't have a good job or anything, you know, things were just trying to get into college or whatever. And I'll you're take, like, I want to get a big beefy gaming PC. It's maybe not as always an option, you know? You want to talk about a cheap gamer. Uh, you're talking to the cheapest gamer that, that that exists. And that's the reason why I love my PlayStation Plus because it's, 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 I use it for multiple reasons. And also the Humble Monthly Bundle has been great. It's like 12 bucks and they always deliver at least six games. And at least two or three of those, I'm super excited about and been playing. Yeah, you guys should use the humble bundle. That's a good. That's a good thing we should recommend on here. It's great. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's become much more than it used to be. <laughs> J.K. was hitting me up in the chat room. He's like, "Hey, Brian, you're the demo man. I get it. I used to play a lot of demos. I've come a long way. Still would if you could." <laughs> I totally would. They just are not there anymore. So I'm like, "Where's my demos? They don't do demos are less and less common. Yeah." Isn't that weird? Yeah. What changed there? Something changed. I don't know what it was. They probably were probably figuring out people were playing the first couple levels, getting bored and going, eh. Yeah, and then if the demo didn't eh. include enough, then they got they went, eh, anyway. Like, it's a kind of a yeah. screwed if you do or screwed if you don't kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah. Demos. They're eh. weird. That's going to do it for today's show. Thank you all for being here, especially all those live folks in the chat room. If you'd like to Hey, learn, live folks. Yeah, live folks. We love them. 
If you guys want to uh, find out more about the show, go to frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P. That's frogpants.com slash boop. If you want to support the show and other cool stuff happening over here at Frog Pants, you can uh, go to patreon.com slash frogpants. That's simple. Patreon.com slash frogpants. Also, uh, email us, boopshow at gmail.com. That's what Jeremy did. You could do it yourself. Boopshow at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at boopshow. Brian's at the Brian Dunaway. I'm at Scott Johnson. And uh, oh, we have a Reddit page. Reddit.com. I'll do it this way. Boopshow.reddit.com. Nobody does the whole reddit.com slash r slash boopshow. That's boring and dumb to say. Just say boopshow.reddit.com. That's why they do it that way. Um, Brian, anything else? You got anything else to say? Sure. Uh, I've been playing live on Twitch a lot. So if you're already subscribed here, head on over to uh, twitch.tv forward slash Brian Dunaway. I've been uh, playing... uh, Last day of June. Uh, what else am I playing? This uh, oh, Deep Rock Galactic. Yep. But I'm trying to do it on a schedule, so I'm going to start playing on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern and Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern. Possibly check my schedule. That's pretty good. Uh, there's going to be more. There's, there's Saturday gaming, and you know, I did that for after the film sack, and so. I'm, I'm nailing down the schedule. Yeah, I got some more stuff coming here as well. I, got, I finally upgraded a, a business bandwidth solution that won't ding me too hard on streaming too much. So I've got some plans. And some, some of those might involve Brian and I playing each other and maybe more yeah. of us playing with our community, the fine boop listeners across this world. Okay, maybe not that big a deal. Uh, that's it. We're done. We're out. Thank you all for being here. Have a fantastic week in gaming. Brian and I will be back next week with more. We'll see you then. Bye, Brian. Bye, this show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Whoa. Whoa.